welcome to the TNT Wrestling Podcast. Where we talk all things wrestling from WWE. Now return to save the WWE. NXT, New Japan Pro, and Ring of Honor. And he wants that television title. We don't know if he's allowed to do it. Now here's your host, Tracy, a.k.a. Smiley. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Okay, look. I know, like, these past two recordings, I've been extra loud. I'll step away from the mic. I'm sorry. Okay? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be that loud. I was excited. But I promise I I won't be that loud. I'm not that close to the mic this time. And if I am, Sean, please tell me if I'm, like, too loud. (laughs) No problem. All right, guys. Woo! Welcome back to the tnt podcast we are back with a new episode and oh boy things are getting interesting around here things are getting very interesting sean do you know why things are about to get interesting i need you to explain to me why things are getting interesting well some things went down today in the wrestling world in wwe world some things are going down and it seems exciting now like a couple like a couple, oh, like about like a month or two ago, the revival tweeted out that they will wrestle um, the Young Bucks, and the wrestling world will be you know happy. And then the Young Bucks actually tweeted out that they want to wrestle the revival, and the wrestling world be happy. Well, guys, we might actually be getting that wish because the report came out this morning that said the revival are asking for their release from the company. That's huge. That is huge for them. I'm happy. Okay, look, as much as I love me some luchadors and some lucha house party, you know, lucha, lucha, I love it. Look, the Revival were NXT Tag Champions. They were NXT Tag Champions. And for them to come on a roster and to be treated like jobbers? What? What? No. No. Well, they're definitely being treated like jobbers. And the unfortunate part is that if WWE is trying to act like this new storyline about them getting screwed is going to lead to something good in the end, like I get the I get where it's going, but it might be too little, too late. It's just it's a mess. It's it's a mess, and I'm kind of hoping that they get the release from the company because they deserve better. And does this mean a lot of people are wondering? Does this mean? That they're AEW bound. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so because this roster is just turning out to be. They haven't, you know, said any more people are coming to the roster. So right now, still, you know, the same people. We've heard nothing. We've heard nothing. We did hear there's a TV deal on the table, as Jericho put in his podcast. The talk is Jericho. He did put out, he said, if there was not a TV deal on the table, I would not be in this company. Like, I wouldn't have signed on a dotted line. So, there is a good TV deal that is on the table, and they're just waiting for it. And once it's finalized, all hell's going to break loose. That's going to be exciting. It is. It is. I I like what Taz had to say recently. Um, Taz made a comment, um, I think it was in print, where he was talking about, shout out to Taz, basically talking about how um, we all need to kind of, like, 
cool our jets about AEW. Mm-hmm. Not that he's hate, not that he's hating, but you have to have a um, a mindset that is more realistic. Now, this is not the first monster to try to come up against WWE. Mm-hmm. Now, do I feel like this particular uh, entity of wrestling has a chance to be the most successful? I do, but the TV deal is important. The aspect as far as coming across in the best possible light to make sure that you have a chance to win a war should another war break out, that's important. So I'm excited, but I am, you know, very much going to be even tempered as it pertains to my excitement until, you know, until May when they debut. Right, right, right. And um, it's just, oh, there's really much not much I can say else about this except when it happens when we get that um release notice from wwe via twitter that they released the revival and their future endeavored that's when everything is going to happen i'm just excited now also we have a brand new free agent oh wait no before we get to that before we get to that the lars sullivan now we did not know lars sullivan had an ex- an anxiety attack the night that he was supposed to debut on Monday Night Raw, he had a couple anxiety attacks and he left. Now, the next day, if you guys did not know, everyone who's coming up from NXT have not been put on a show yet, which I'm just like, okay, why have they not been put on a show yet? That's usually how this goes. They get the call up, they go on a show, either Raw or SmackDown, but now they're just like, well, we're just gonna put them on both because we have no idea what we're gonna do with them. Pretty much, pretty much. Brilliant, just brilliant. So, on that Monday, he was supposed to debut along with EC3 and um, what is that girl's name? Uh, oh God, what's her name? The one who thinks that she's fancy and everybody else. Oh God, what is her name? Just, I'll find out. Uh, yeah, I forgot her name. I know that she does not put seasoning on her food, which I'm just like, of course she I don't. I think her name was Lacey something. Lacey, yeah, Lacey Evans. Yeah, her. Yep. Not the other Lacey. There's like two Lacey's in NXT. There's her, and then the one with the dress from Winter Park that I love. Anyways, he was supposed to debut on Monday Night Raw. Well, he did not because of his anxiety attacks. He left the building, and yeah, you know, people, WWE officials had to calm him down, and they sent him home. So the next day, they're like, okay, he's good to go for SmackDown. But then, he never showed up. Come to find out, he actually took a plane home and went home home. Like, he's out the state of Florida. He left to go home. I don't know where he's from. I forgot. But I think it has, I think it started with an O or something like that. I can't remember. But he went home home. And he has not said one word to the WWE since then. I oh. feel bad for the man he has not said not one word to this company and i'm just like that doesn't look good for you that does not look good for you lars you were supposed to debut and now your wrestlemania match with john cena is now up in the air now what so now they probably have to scrap this match and think of something else and i feel really bad for the man i really do hope that he gets it together like i I, Um. i'm I, I mean, I, I never knock anybody for having any kind of medical issue or, or even mental health issue either because that's mm-hmm. something that's very near and dear to me because I actually work with the mentally ill. That's my profession. But um, you got to get it together. And I'm not saying that to be uh, insensitive. I, I'm, I am very sensitive to somebody having an anxiety attack. But 
you know, whatever he needs to do, he needs to do. And what I mean by that is, yes, there, there's more. I, I totally believe that you could have an anxiety attack that could put you in a position where you can't perform. Mm-hmm. But from what I'm hearing is that he wasn't able to or wasn't willing to or wasn't in the right mind to report this to the powers that be, meaning like he no-showed or he went home or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. It was a situation where those who were in charge were unaware of what was going on. You have to make your employer know what's going on. Do I feel like it's a legit situation when you have a mental health problem or an anxiety attack? 100%. That's a very real thing. But my my, my sources are telling me that you know he didn't report it properly as far as telling Vince or telling whoever he needs to tell is that is that what you're hearing as well I have not heard that that he didn't report that I did not know that that's that's not good like Lars yeah, I mean, you're supposed to report that day rumors now those are those are that this is allegedly this is what I've heard but what I'm saying is if that's the case there's no excuse for that I don't care if you have the flu all the way up to having a mental breakdown or whatever possible ailment you could possibly you have to let people know my i'm i've been painted a picture where he literally just walked and walked out and went home that's the picture i was painted yeah now he literally just walked out my night raw and did not return like i just i, I don't know i i want to feel bad for the man i really want to feel bad for him but this is your job like i understand like how okay one half of me feels bad because number one you're going from small nxt crowds at full sale to big crowds and big stadiums that's you know that can be scary for anybody but the other side of me now that i'm hearing that he didn't report this to vince now that makes you know vince look stupid like that that makes you look stupid too like you didn't tell vince hey vince i have anxiety attacks like you need to know this it's just it's just no no yeah i mean and from what i'm hearing and i know you heard this one from what i'm hearing they were gearing him up for a possible match with John Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah, that yeah, that was the big one. He was getting Jeez. a huge push, but now Vince he probably would have won the match. But now Vince is livid. He's livid with Triple H now because Triple H is the one that told yeah. Vince about Lars and you know telling him Lars is this, Lars is that, and he really wanted Lars to get a push. So now that kind of just makes makes Triple H look stupid and make Vince look stupid for calling him up. Like he could have used that. Leads me to believe that what we were talking about just a second ago is true, and that leads me to believe that he didn't report it properly because otherwise, why would Vince be pissed off? Exactly. So now that kind of just makes it makes Vince look stupid for calling him up. That spot could have been used for somebody else. Say like, oh, I don't know, Velveteen. <laughs> like Velveteen could have been called up, knowing that, yeah. that that's the one Velveteen wants more than freaking anything in the world is to be called up from NXT. Even though all of us, all of us, including me, wants him to stay his little cute little bisexual butt down in NXT. Just stay a little weird self in NXT. Stay. <laughs> so I can you know, see I mean, you in house I shows. Called up a group of people, all of which, all of which are the wrong choices. Um, don't get me started on that. Like all this, like double branded stuff you were just talking about. And by the way, I agree with how stupid it is to have them all appear on both shows. I think it's kind of ridiculous. But mm-hmm. if you're gonna do that, you have some of the biggest stars in the world. I think you have the biggest stars in the entire company down at NXT right now. And for some reason cannot get a call up to save their lives. The entire Undisputed Era deserves to be on the main roster. Velveteen Dream deserves to be on the main roster. I, I, don't, I don't understand what's going on right now. 
I disagree. I disagree with okay. you. Okay, disagree here's why. What? Here's why. I disagree with you about the NXT calls. Look, I think they called up these six people. All six of these people. You see, three Nikki Cross. Oh, uh, Nikki Cross deserves to be up here. Right. Yeah, she yeah. definitely deserves yeah. it. Like she needs to be back with sanity. I don't yeah, know why I, they didn't. I don't, I don't know why they didn't put her back with sanity yet. That's stupid. Like you know, she's part of sanity. Put her with I, sanity. I know why they put him back with sanity. Huh? I know why they haven't put him back with sanity. Why? Because Nikki Cross is better than sanity, and sanity has fallen flat while Nikki Cross is fire right now. Sure. Nikki Cross is outshining Sanity right now, and I think I can't say this for sure. I'm not on the inside looking out, but from what I'm hearing, from on the outside looking in, it seems to me that Nikki Cross is getting better crowd reactions than Sanity has since they've been on the main roster up on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's two things that can happen when you combine something that's lukewarm warm with something that's hot. Either that heat can build up the heat of the lukewarm person or the lukewarm can make the hot lukewarm. And I feel like adding that situation, putting that situation back together, it may have worked in NXT, but Sanity is not popping right now on SmackDown. No, so, they're, not. they're barely being and, used. And Nikki Cross is getting major reactions. She barely got, look, she barely got a reaction when she came out. I bet, well, no, she did. When she first came out, I heard, you know, people, like, it wasn't a big enough pop for me. It was just like a lukewarm pop. I'm just like, that's Nikki Cross. Like, come on now. Like, barely nobody got a reaction. Nikki well, barely I, got a reaction. I don't, know, I don't hear what you're hearing, honestly. I feel like Nikki Cross is definitely, I mean, you may be right in that particular situation, but as far as like lately, I feel like I'm hearing, I'm hearing some genuine good crowd. First of all, okay, first of all, Nikki Cross is more charismatic than Sanity, with the exception of maybe. I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, the one who leads them, uh, former former TNA guy. Why am I drawing uh, a blank? Oh right uh, God! Uh, the guy with the blonde hair. Why am I drawing a blank? I can't. I I, I know. I know it's not Killian. That's the only one I can no. think of right now. It's Killian. That's it's it. The leader. The leader. I can't think of his name. I can't yeah, think I can't of his, think name. his name. That's a damn shame. I can't think of his name. Damn. But anyway, he's the most charismatic guy out of the four. Uh. And, or out of the three, and then you know Nikki Cross was first of all Nikki. Let me tell you, let me take it back a little bit. Nikki Cross made a name for herself with Sanity, but Nikki Cross took it to another level with that um, Alistair Black. You know, I know who did it storyline. That was amazing. I loved it every minute yeah. of it. When she started talking to the title, I was like, "Can we have her talk to more titles? Like, I don't care. Bring out any title. Bring out the NXT tag title. I want her to just go. She's a title whisperer. That's what I want." Nikki Cross, the title whisper. I love it. Make it so. Make it so. I, I, it. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. But well, anyway, I mean, my point in saying all this, I think that Sanity is has drawn a little bit lukewarm, and I think you know Nikki Nikki Cross is hot, and and when I say hot, I mean hot character wise, and I think that she's she's good on her own. Let's put it that way. I, do, I know. I, I just need her just have one little match with. Just if Sandy's having a match, just have her come out, save them from losing, and then yeah, just 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 all I want. But as I was saying before, we got way off topic about Nikki Cross. I think Vince brought up all these people: her, Lars, EC3, Lacey Evans, and my boys, Heavy Machinery, Tucker and Otis. Tucker. 
I think he literally brought all these guys up because they weren't doing shit in NXT. They weren't doing shit. Yeah, they had TV time, but they really weren't doing much of anything. So he's like, all right, I'm going to bring up these people because they're not really doing much in NXT. They're really getting TV time. Let's just bring them up. Like, they're not doing anything. I think he left the big people, the big names, like the Undisputed Era, Velveteen Dream, Kyrie Sane, all of them. He left them down there because if he brought them up, he know he would ruin them. We would hate him forever. He would, he, huh? Like I think he's Fast, starting to, he's starting to get it. Like he knew if he brought up any big name, and didn't do anything with them, like he did Sanity, that we were gonna hate that man forever. So it's like bring up the big people, not do anything with them, or bring up people that barely are doing anything, and then just see how they do. It's just like which one do you want? <laughs> Truth is, WWE should pull the trigger just in general when it comes to NXT. That they should. I, I heard that WWE has, you know, applied for and received copyright. You know, I guess copyright as it pertains to like a, a title of a pay per view called Worlds Collide or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I yeah. have that. It's um, I'll, 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 I'll explain. Pretty much, um, at um, Access for Royal Rumble. They're having NXT versus SmackDown versus Raw. And it's only like a handful of people. Oh, and NXT UK. It's uh, pretty much just a handful of people that's going to be involved uh, involved in this. Um, not even, none of the women are doing this. None of the women. They're not invited. Um, hold on, let me actually go pull up my nose because I didn't even like have it open. But only people who are in it, in this tournament from NXT, we have Adam Cole, Velveteen, Dominic, DJ, I don't know his last name, Keith Lee, and Otis. I don't know. Yeah, Otis is in this. From NXT UK, we have Mark Andrews, Tyler Bate, Travis Banks, Jordan Devlin, and Zach Gibson. From 205 Live, we have Cedric Alexander, Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, TJP, and Humberto Carrillo. These are the only people that are involved in this Worlds Collide Royal Rumble Access thing, and it's only going to be at Royal Rumble Access. Like, I don't even know if they're going to put this on a network. Or is it just going to be, like, unaired? Like, this is only for people who are going to Access. And I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> well, I've, never seen, I've never seen Vince act this dense before, you know, when it comes to, mm-hmm. you know, you have lightning in a bottle of NXT. You know, maybe you're just jealous because it's not your baby. It's Triple H's baby. But, you know, you have lightning in a bottle in NXT. Bring, let them invade. The, the the Raw and SmackDown shows. Let them wreak havoc on... Imagine... Imagine... Oh, my God. Before The Shield broke up, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine the Undisputed Era debuting on Raw and getting in their face. I mean, that's must-see television. Like, you drop the ball on that now because now The Shield no longer exists. Right. Velveteen Dream is the hottest thing in NXT besides The Undisputed Era. Aleister Black is on fire. Champa's on fire. Gargano's doing better than, now that he's a heel. I mean, I like the Street Profits. I like Bel Air. I, I like everybody in NXT. I'm not really a big fan of the War Machine, but now they're they're actually hey, now hey, on their hey, way hey, to. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, I'm not hey, a big fan of War Machine. Hey. I'm just being honest, but NXT is on fire right now, and you you're just comfortable, Vince. I'm calling you out, Vince McMahon. Just leaving. Let's call it what it is. Your best talent. In Florida, instead of bringing them up to the main to main roster, because I don't know, you're you're just an idiot, and you're not an idiot because you're the smartest man in the history of wrestling, but you're acting like an idiot right now. Yes, yes, he NXT's is. NXT's the number one brand in the industry. 
In the and, WWE, that is. I'm gonna say I'm like the brand of what? <laughs> yeah. The number one brand in, in WWE is NXT. Jesus, ugh. I, 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 ugh, I don't know. Like he had so like I just want like during Survivor, what is it, Survivor Series, just to have you know how Raw always invades SmackDown, SmackDown invades Raw. What I want is for like NXT people to come through the crowd like their shield and be like, you forget about us and start walking down the stairs and I'll be like, oh my god. Right. And I'm just getting a tweet right now. You know, uh, shout out to. Maria Marquise. Uh, I don't know where you're from. Uh, DM me where you're from so I can shout out your city. Uh, well, NXT already, because uh, I I actually tweeted this earlier and I got a, a response to this because I was kind of preparing for the show tonight. Talking about how NXT already did an invasion. The actual NXT kids or whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, that turned into Nexus. This happened back in 2010. Who cares? Who cares if it happened in 2010? It's not like storylines have not been redone. And if you're telling me that Bad News Barrett and the guy who ended up becoming Ryback and whoever else was part of that clique, uh, 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 oh my goodness, the guy who teams up with Rhino, uh, the one-man band. He's Slater. He's Slater. All talented guys. But if you're telling me that when those guys, only guy that became a champion, by the way, a world champion, was uh, Daniel Bryan, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if you're telling me that that squad of NXT kids, you know, Antonio Tarver, whatever Carver, whatever his name was, is the same as if you brought up the Undisputed Era, Velveteen Dream, Aleister Black, and Gargano and Ciampa, you're out of your freaking minds. You're out of your freaking minds. NXT would kick Raw and SmackDown's ass. Yes, they would. Oh Jesus! Well, on that note, (laughs) let's get to some Monday Night Raw. Now, Monday Night Raw started out with a sort of bang, sort of bang. Um, Braun Strowman opened the show, started talking about you know, call him Beastie Boy. I'm just like Beastie Boy. Who started with that? Okay. So it started with Vince coming, you know, arriving at Olympusine like he always does. Braun Strowman made his way out to the ring. Uh, and that, you know, saying that Brock Lesnar won't admit that he's afraid of him. And blah, blah, blah. Beastie boy, get these hands. Brilliant. So then Baron Corbin comes out and um, tells Strowman, you know, stop lying to the fans. Um uh, and uh, what did he say? I can't remember. Uh, and then Corbin just you know steady you know pushing Stormin's buttons and saying that he can't beat Brock Lesnar and then brought uh and then uh Braun got pissed started you know chasing him backstage and um Strowman's going to backstage he ran to one of the uh what is it brothers the Singh brothers and tossed them into a lookalike. Uh, 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 what? Throw him on the table. Yeah, throw him on the table. And I'm like, is that supposed to be catering? Because catering has way more snacks than that. What the hell? <laughs> so then we run into Elias, and Elias just singing a song. I'm like, yes. I was like, yes. We got an early Elias concert. Yes. So Elias tipped him off by saying that he's over there. He's in the limo. So then Braun Strowman goes out to the limo and breaks the window and then breaks the damn door off the limo i'm like what 
looked, I'm like, what kind of plasticky ass door? <laughs> I'm just like, God damn, how strong is this man? Like, you just break fucking doors off limousines. Shit. <laughs> but, you know, Corbin, you know, coming out the damn limo and, uh, yeah, so he got away from Braun because out comes Vince McMahon and Vince McMahon is pissed. He is pissed because, you know, Braun has destroyed his limo and, you know, Braun's trying to put the door back on the limo and I'm just like, Braun, 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 it's not going to fit. It's not going to fit. Um, so then, uh, Vince said that he, that will cost him a hundred thousand dollars. Braun was like, this limo isn't worth a hundred thousand dollars. And Vince was like, oh, really? You want me to be the bad guy? Well, you know, your match at Royal Rumble with Brock Lesnar, not happening. And that's when Braun really got pissed and just tipped over the limousine like it was nothing. So I'm just like, well, Braun's out. Now what? Yeah, that's, that's great. We all know that Braun can't really turn over a limo, but I get it. Right. So now I'm just like, well. Like the camera angles are like comical, but okay. <laughs> So now I'm just like, well, okay. Now what? Why why is his why is his match being taken away? And, you know, that's multiple reports saying that, you know, Braun's not really a hundred percent ready to go from his, you know, elbow elbow surgery. And others are saying that um that Vince knew that um Brock versus Braun part three hundred and seventy five wouldn't work so he just said screw it so then we get a uh, <clears throat> a shot backstage of mr mcmahon's office and oh uh, oh god what is her name i forgot her name what is her name what's her name forget uh, i forgot uh, I <laughs> huh i can't think of it i can't think of her name whatever the one who always does money name backstage so i can't remember her name so here comes everybody. Here comes, you know, um, a bunch of tag teams, B team. Here comes uh, Rhino and um, I just he's Slater. Here comes Kurt Hawkins. And then we get a shot of EC3. And we get Boring. nothing. Nothing. Not even a reaction. I'm just like, oh, I can hear a pin drop. All I hear is talking. I'm just like, does the crowd not know that EC3 is standing right there? <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm mad. Everyone on Twitter is mad. It's just like, that's how we debut EC3. That's how we do it. And a backstage quick little, hi EC3, bye. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? It was, I was so mad. I was so mad. So then McMahon comes out of his office What's her face there with the mic saying, you know, who's going to replace him? And then all you hear is, dun, dun, dun. I'm just like, oh, no, no. In my head, I was like, please, God, no. I don't want it. Did you know this was all going to lead to your dreams coming true? <sighs> so then, you know, he comes up, you know, John Cena comes up to Shane, uh, not Shane, Vince, and tells him that, you know, does his whole uh promo saying that um when everyone left him years ago he was the man to step up and he's never let him down and if he gets one more chance he again will not let him down 
and that he proclaimed that he has something that no one backstage has. I mean, <clears throat> ruthless aggression. Slap. <laughs> that was a little throwback from 2002. <laughs> so then out came Daddy. I mean, Drew McIntyre. Sorry. <laughs> so then he interrupted and chastised John Cena, saying that you don't have ruthless aggression. I have ruthless aggression. He's like, this is what ruthless aggression looks like. I'm like, yes, you can do that all in my face. Hey, yo. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so then Baron Corbin came out. I'm just like, oh, God, what does this man want? And then out came the little tiny Irishman that we all love, Finn Blore. So then I'm like, oh, God, no, I'm not getting where I think we're getting at. So then uh, we all, everyone's in the ring, and uh, Finn actually stood up to Vince McMahon and told him that, you know, I know that you don't believe in me, and I know that, you know, that you never, that he never really liked Finn. He's like, I'm going to show you that I deserve to take that spot. And just Finn just goes after Drew. And I'm just like, whoa, we're getting a fatal five way. We're getting a fatal five way to see who's going to go against Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble. I'm just like, ooh, this should be good. I hope, you know, it doesn't turn out to be John Cena because if it does, I'm going to fucking hit somebody. <laughs> So then backstage, um, sorry, it wasn't a fatal five, a fatal four way. I'm sorry. So then backstage, Vince was approached by former WWE champion, surprise WWE champion, Jinder Mahal, who said that he would have been out there if it wasn't for him tending to a Sunil Singh from earlier. And that McMahon said, and then Vince said, if he could choose any of the four competitors from the fatal four way, and if he was to come out successful, he could take their place in the main event. And he chose Finn. And I'm just like, oh, God, Finn's doing double duty. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, well, Vince, we're going to believe in Finn tonight and have him doing double duty. Big move. That's a big, that's a big, that's a good look for Finn to be able to win two matches. Yes. But then, you know, of course, Finn, you know, defeats Jinder Mahal. So, of course, his spot is not taken. So, um, before all that, what else happened? So then we had an Intercontinental Championship match against Bobby Lashley, Dean Ambrose, and Seth Rollins. And boy, did we get a surprise out of this, but we'll get to that later. So then uh, we also had Sasha Banks and Ronda Rousey against Tamina Snuka and Nia Jax. Which I was... This match was, yeah, okay. But, of course, their little friendship didn't, you know, last long at all because they got into an argument, you know, because Rhonda said, you know, she'd be very grateful to go against Sasha and that, you know, she can't wait to make Sasha tap out at the Royal Rumble. And Sasha was like, excuse me, make me tap out? No, no, ma'am. And she just went on and on and on. Um... Um... Yeah, sorry, she snapped. Uh, reminding between, Ronda. Between her calling uh, Naya out of her name last week and stepping up to Ronda, this is exactly why if Sasha wasn't married, I'd marry her. Because she is a badass and I love it. She is a heel. Go with it, WWE. 
Go with it. So then she reminded Ronda Rousey that she's not the only one who can make people tap out, as she just witnessed by making was it Tamina tap out? Yeah, Tamina tap out yeah, to the bank she statement. She wasn't gonna tap out Ronda. To making <laughs> Tamina tap out to the bank statement, and um, after she told Ronda she'll tap her out the Royal Rumble and take her title back, Banks stormed up the ramp. And then Rhonda chased after her, trying to apologize to her. And, you know, Sasha got in her face, like, you're not going to make me tap out. I'm the best. I'm the best. And all that. And I'm going to go back to make you like a fan where you belong. And she threw up the four horsewomen of Hanson. And I'm just like, oh, shit. It's happening. The seeds are being planted yes, for the four horsewomen. At NXT take over Phoenix so that can free up Shayna Baszler to come to the main roster. Yes. I think she'll be only the second black woman to actually win the NXT women's title. So the, the only other person who's won it is Sasha. Because Sasha's off of black. So. Oh my gosh, Sasha. I mean, Bianca's going to make history. Bianca's making history! Sorry, I'm, I think Shayna's going to come up before WrestleMania. I think this is going to, to your point, I think this is going to plant, this is planting the seeds for a WrestleMania match. Obviously, Ronda's going to be tied up with the women's title, but it could it could be horsewomen versus horsewomen. Obviously, it's not going to be Ronda, because Ronda will be busy elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think, I think Baszler, at least Baszler, will be up on the main roster before WrestleMania. Well, actually, I don't know, because Shayna has a, a storyline with Kyrie and um what's the other one? Lo Sherry. They have a storyline. All three of them. Um it's Shayna, the other two horsewomen, and then Lo Sheree and um Kyrie Sane. So I don't know how they're gonna all gonna wrap that the other by WrestleMania. I don't know. Well they could. That's true. Maybe no. Who I mean I just Well I actually I don't know. We got four more months. Time frame is still up, up in the air. We still got February, March, and we still got three more months to wrap all that up. So we can easily do that. So then we had the revival defeat the Lucha House Party finally without Lucha House Party rules. Thank God. Finally. Then we had Bailey and Natalia were supposed to go against Sarias, you know, because they went backstage and then we see Bailey trying to, you know, hold back Sasha and then Natty's trying to hold back Ronda. And, you know, they both storm up. So then Bailey and Natty are just standing there like, oh, my gosh. And then Natty's like, you know, oh, Sasha needs to calm down and, you know, something, something, her anger. And then Bailey's like, what? She needs to do what? So I'm just like, oh, the sides are already being, you know, I'm like, oh, someone's picking sides already. So then in comes the riot squad, you know, trying to say, you know, let's make your day, you know, even worse. She's like, maybe if you find a partner and go against us. So then I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be Ember, of course. Duh. Like, every time you say, oh, find a partner, it's usually Ember. But, boy, was I wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. I was wrong. Because out came Bailey, out came Natty. And then it went dark. I was like, Ember! But then I heard, I saw the lights. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not Ember. That's not Ember. And then I heard that, damn it. Damn, damn. I was like, it's Nikki! And I'm just like, oh my god, I'm like she didn't even as soon as she came out, she just ran down to the ring, didn't even stop. She did the jacket thing and I lost it. I had to go grab my jacket and do it with her. I love what she 
love that shit i love nikki crazy nikki is the best i'm just like yes keep her crazy i love it yeah, so of course badass. i like nikki cross and she made the riot squad look crazy like she made them like look like scared little puppies it was amazing i like i love it oh it was amazing yes yeah nikki cross and <clears throat> nikki cross and bianca belair are my two up-and-coming favorite uh, female competitors in the industry right now. I, I like. I think they both have a tremendous upside. Yes, yes, it is. So then we had, you know, the Intercontinental match, and the guys, we have a new champion. We finally have a African American champion that I was complaining about last week. <laughs> we have a brand new champion, and he's black. First black guy in six years. We made it. Hey. I mean, yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a it's a big look. You know, I, I Bob being a champion doesn't really resonate with me, but Right. I'm just like it, it's Bob, but I'm like, look, it's better than nothing, all right? It's Bob, but fine. Let it be Bob. Fine. It's just like whatever. It can be yeah. Bob. It, be it careful can be Bob. what you wish for because then you'll have Bob like win the Royal Rumble, God forbid. Oh god, no. It'll probably be Seth. And then and then win the main event at WrestleMania. Then you'll have everything you ever wanted. God no. I don't want all that. I don't want all that. I just put the IC belt and call it a day. Yep, that's all I want. That's all I wanted. It was a black champion. That's it. I'm good with that. Let's keep that. You realize though, like, you know, fairly recently we've had I mean, the new day are the longest reigning tag champions like ever, and it's never gonna be it's never gonna be snapped. Ever. Their thing is like over seven hundred plus days. It's I'm never saying, like you know, you've talked about and, and everybody knows like I know, but those are tag champions. Man, I mean like I love my people, but right? you do realize. Go ahead, I'm listening. I know, but it's just like they're the tag champions. Like I'm thinking like the bigger ones, like WWE champion, IC champion, like Universal champion. I was looking at those, not the tag champions. Yeah, I know that. They're the longest okay, reigning. But I was looking at the bigger sure, ones. You know, the okay, bigger okay. ones. <laughs> No, I'm not putting down the new day ever. Love them. Love them to death. Okay? Look, Biggie deserved to be champion for a while. Kofi deserved well, maybe Kofi. I told you, Kofi deserved Kofi will never be, and this is with all due respect to what I think is a man who has had a Hall of Fame career. Yes, I said it. Kofi Kingston, look at his resume. Anybody who's like, what are you talking about, Sean? Look at Kofi Kingston's resume. Kofi Kingston has a Hall of Fame resume. Don't doubt me. Don't question me. Don't second guess me. He has an undisputed, you heard what I said, undisputed Hall of Fame resume. He is a four-time Intercontinental Champion. He is a three-time United States Champion, a four-time Raw Tag Team Champion, a three-time SmackDown Tag Team Champion. His first Intercontinental reign came in a tournament, which is essentially a King of the Ring, and he also won a SmackDown Tag Team Tournament. He's a Hall of Famer, but it would be very nice, even if it was a one-day reign, if it was one of those Rey Mysterio deals, if you could just give me one, if he could be world champion for an, for an hour, that would be all that would make me happy. That's all I want. It's all he wants. So then, so then, before the main events, we had we're supposed to have a moment of bliss. But before a moment of bliss happened, the attitude era came back for about two minutes. 
So someone's assistant. I loved it. I was, loved it. And I'm not, of course and I you love did. It because I'm being a pig. I'm not. I didn't love it because I'm being a pig. I loved it because of what you just said. It was a little taste of attitude, and there's nothing wrong with that. So the assistant is knocking on Alexa's door, saying, uh, "Alexa, Alexa, <laughs> Alexa." <laughs> Saying so they know that he has she he has her coffee and blah blah blah. So of course she didn't answer the door. So he said, you know, I'm coming in. And all of a sudden, boom, Alexa has no shirt on and she's just holding up her shirt, saying, "What the hell are you doing here?" Like, what? I'm just like, and I'm just like, what the? What is this for? What am I back in the attitude era? What's gonna happen next? A brown panties match? What is going on? Nah, don't don't go there. Don't don't take it in negative. Attitude is cool. They're not, they're not bringing women back to being sex objects, but they're adding a little bit of sex, just like they're adding a little bit of profanity, if you've noticed, over the last couple of weeks, to kind of bring back a little bit more flavor. It's a good thing. It's a really good thing. And I'm not saying that, once again, I'm not saying that to be a pig. I'm not saying that because, oh, I saw Alexa Bliss with her shirt half off. I'm a grown-ass man. I've seen women naked before. It's not that big of a deal, okay? What I'm trying to say is it's cool television and it's the first time wwe's been actually on the edge of being relevant as far as like excitement in a while it got a buzz there's nothing wrong with that i don't need to see i have a shirtless alexa to be excited like god like okay you get to see you get to see human beings Human beings that you're attracted to because you're a woman. I'm attracted to women because I'm a man. You're attracted to uh, men because you're a woman. You get to see your objects of desire with their shirts off. Why can't I have an object of my desire with her shirt half off? There's nothing wrong with that. Let's not be unfair. Because they're all about, you know, women's revolution. Women are getting everything. And I'm just like, well, women's revolution. But here's a shirtless Alexa. Women's revolution. I think, I think you're taking the sexism thing a little bit too far. I understand where you're going. I don't think one moment of Alexa having no. her shirt half off brings us back to brawn panties matches. It just didn't make any sense. I'm just like, why do if we have we to have, have a brawn panties match? If we have a brawn panties match, I will admit that I'm wrong. It just didn't make any sense. And I thought it was dumb. It wasn't needed. It really was not needed. Fair enough. Look, every, every era. Every era of professional wrestling since 96, I'll say 96 with Sonny, okay, has had a moment where we've seen the object of the 18 to 35 year old demographic, which I'm still say I'm a, still happy to say I'm a part of, just barely, three more years. But the 18 to 35 demographic has had their object of desire. First it was Sonny, then it was Sable, then it was... I don't know. Who Trish. Huh? Yes. Yeah, Trish. Trish exactly. You're 100% right. And then, you know, obviously the new school people. There's nothing wrong with the object of desire being fed to us a little bit. Okay? That doesn't objectify women. It just gives us a little bit of eye candy. And it's not taking us back to when women were wrestling, uh, 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 you know, gravy boat matches on Thanksgiving. It's not the same thing. Don't be oversensitive is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. It was strictly them throwing something to the wall and seeing what stuck to see if they could get a reaction. And they did. And I like the fact that they're using the word bitch and using the word ass and things like that on TV now. Because, listen, we're grown ass people. Stop. You know, we don't need all due respect to Roman Reigns. Uh, get well soon. We don't need any more suffering succotash 
promos. <laughs> Suffering, suck a test. You know, I loved so, it. You know, don't get too sensitive <laughs> on me. That's all I'm saying. Uh, just, it just wasn't. It wasn't needed. I, and I know you hate the Mandy Rose thing too. Oh God! Don't even wait till we get on that subject. Oh, I'm going <laughs> ham. God, I hate this whole thing. And I'm glad it's almost over. Anyways, so then we got a moment of bliss with Paul Heyman. But before Paul Heyman came out, we had a big, huge announcement that Stephanie McMahon did not announce. Yay! Something that has to do with women that has nothing to do with Stephanie. Thank God. That's so, a good point. I don't think there's ever been a major announcement, especially one, you know, with the women that Stephanie McMahon hasn't had the, the microphone for. I agree with you. So Alexa came out and said that at Elimination Chamber... On February 17th, I'm just like, oh shit, I forgot about Elimination Chamber. That the WWE, first, the first ever WWE, went, well, not the first ever, because there's been tag champions before, but they yeah, got rid of them. Day, right? Second, I'm going to say second. Second. It is sort of, it is second, right? Not the first, because there's been. No, no, it's a second. They're, they're, you know, I did a little research on this preparing for tonight's show. Mm-hmm. They're not acknowledging this title as a continuation of the lineage of the previous titles back in the 80s mm. they're not they're like whoever wins the titles at elimination chamber even though it's still the wwe women's tag team championship just like they were the wwf wwe women's tag team titles in the 80s mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like the lineage of this title is going to go from let's say if the iconics win in in a month it's not going to say the champions before the Iconics were the, uh, oh my goodness, I'm going to look that up. But my point is, the lineage is brand new. They're acting like this is a brand new entity all by itself, even though it's the same name as the old titles. Exactly. So I'm going to say the second, the second yeah. ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions will finally be crowned as three teams from SmackDown and three teams from Raw will compete inside the chamber. Yes. And then she revealed the brand new women's tag titles, and they actually look pretty good. But, 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 there's a but. The color looks oddly familiar to Kyrie Sane's entrance. Like, I really looked at it, and I was like, I've seen those colors before. And I was like, holy oh, crap. You're reaching, you're reaching, you're reaching, you're reaching. I'm not reaching. They literally have the same colors as Kyrie Sane's entrance. What, what does music. that mean, Smiley? What does that mean? Nothing. I'm just like, well, they got those colors from Kyrie Sane. Oh, by the way, let's pay, uh, let's pay honor to two Hall of Famers. The last ever, a matter of fact, I can go down the entire lineage because it wasn't that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first ever women's tag team champions in WWE were... Velvet McIntyre, I think you all remember that name. She was big when it came to um, WrestleMania 1. But anyway, Velvet McIntyre and Princess Victoria, they won it in May, May 13th, 1983, mm-hmm. um, back before either one of us were born. Uh, Velvet Way McIntyre and Desiree uh, Peterson won it in 84. The Glamour Girls, the only two-time uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, won it in 85 and 88. And the Jumping Bomb Angels. So we're looking at the first female tag team champions in WWE history in the past 31 years. Wow. 30 some years. Good lord. It's a long time. Woo. So then Bliss, you know, come, well, sorry, Bliss sits down and Paul Heyman comes out and he talking, 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 you know, talking about, you know, every man in the fatal four-way. And then... Out comes a very lost and confused puppy named Otis 
throws the bitch. A heavy mm-hmm. machinery comes out of nowhere. And for no reason. For no reason, just starts acting like Otis. Just, just it, I'm like, what the? F-? I'm, like, I'm looking at Paul and I'm like, hold up. I'm like, is that Otis? And I'm just like, oh my god, this is not gonna end good. So, <laughs> so then he was like, pretty lady, pretty lady, okay. <laughs> and then out comes the guy like, Otis, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, pretty lady. Pretty lady, <laughs> and he's like, "Tucker, Tucker, Tucker." I'm just like, "Oh my god!" So ridiculous, so ridiculous. <laughs> I love every moment of this. It's not funny. It's ridiculous. I loved every moment of this. I'm like, can we have this again? But have him with Mandy Rose because you know how much he's in love with Mandy Rose. We did not know every Women Crush Wednesday. Everyone knows what Women Crush Wednesday is on Instagram. He always puts his Women Crush Wednesday is none other than Mandy Rose. And everyone's like, my Mandy Rose has a boyfriend. She actually does not. She's actually very single. She had a fiance. They broke up. Now she's single. She's not dating anybody. So Otis can... I don't think you guys are scoop, but I think this will be a scoop to you, sis. Okay. Mandy Rose mm-hmm. is a very attractive young lady, but to me, I would pass. I, I, I like I like the the women of WWE are very attractive, but I would pass on Mandy Rose. There's something about her that seems very fake. Yeah, I'm not feeling her. I I think she's attractive. I think she's very attractive. I'd be blind not to say she's attractive. But you know the Sasha Bankses and the the Naomi's and the Alexa Blisses do a little bit more for me than Mandy Rose. I'm, I'm sure that surprises you a little bit. Yeah, it does. Cause every guy on the freaking planet next to Corey Graves all want to jump Mandy Rose's freaking bones. And I'm just like, but she's, she, no, listen, I want to be clear. I want to be clear. She's hot. She's hot. Mm. But she's like run of the mill, kind of like you basic know. is what you're trying to say. She's basic. Yeah, she's kind of, yeah, yeah I, I pass on that. I pass on that. I would, I would much rather go out on a date. And I'm saying go out on a date so we can keep it real PG right now. I would much rather go out on a date with. Who's my? Oh, you know what? Let's just go down the line right quick. I'm gonna take oh boy. thirty seconds. No, no, I'm gonna take thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. And go. Uh, Sasha Banks, I'm clearly in love with, but I respect marriage too much. Um, so that's out the question. I like Naomi too, but she's married, so that's out the question. I would have to say my ultimate crush in WWE would be. You know what? Not even WWE. I like Kiera Hogan from Impact Wrestling. Ooh, I do too. You mean the one that said that Ember Moon stole her gimmick? That's right. Yes. Even though Ember so anyway, totally didn't do it. Pointless 30 seconds that we can't get back, but thank you for indulging me. You're welcome. So then we get the main event, the Fatal 4-Way. And guys, we got a surprise winner. <laughs> I didn't even think was going to happen. And it's like the last two minutes. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, guys, we're getting the one. I know the Balor Club, you guys stand up, and I know y'all are happy because we have a winner, Finn Balor. Finn Balor is going against the Beast at Royal Rumble. And I know it's going to piss off a lot of people because they all have their high hopes up. Finn's going to lose. All right, Finn's going to lose. That Finn's going to win. Everyone wants Finn to win so that he becomes champion. And then Seth wins the Royal Rumble. So then we can finally have Seth versus Finn like we were supposed to get when Finn won the championship the first time. Yeah, but we see that. I hate when people say that because we're going to get Seth versus Finn like we should. We got Seth versus Finn. 
then won the title versus Seth. Why do people not remember this? Like, every, oh, I wish we could have... It's not just you. I'm not just making fun of you. Like, the whole world. We can, I can't wait for Seth versus Finn. Finally, finally. Hello? Finn won the title in the finals of the tournament against Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah. I know. People actually, you know, they haven't had it since he won it in 2016 because he lost okay, it. Okay, so you want to see it again? Sort of. Yeah, I do. Okay, I, no I should... problem, but don't say, I can't, I wish I could see. We did see it. You want to see it? Go to WWE Network and look at SummerSlam from two years ago. And it's free for new members. Oh, relax. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if Brock Lesnar, listen, I would not be mad if either outcome happened at Royal Rumble. I would want, I, I want to see Finn win because I like Finn and he deserves it. But if Brock wins, if, if first of all, no matter who goes to WrestleMania, Seth Rollins is going to win the WWE Universal Championship. Yes, we all know this. So let's have let's have Seth beat Brock Lesnar. No, yes, maybe. Yeah, we all know that's going to happen. It's going to happen. Like we all know Brock's going to win this. You really think that Brock's going to put Finn over? Ha! Ah! Ah! Yeah, I don't, ah! I don't think Brock has. I, you know what? Brock is a lot less of an a hole than a lot of people, in my opinion. Brock is less of an a-hole than many people think he is, but he's just a-hole enough to not ever do a job for Finn Balor. Right. I mean, from what I'm hearing, Brock actually wanted to work with Finn. So oh, really? That, yeah, that was like one of the many reasons why they took Braun out and put Finn in, because Brock actually wanted to work with Finn. Well, that's cool. At least he has respect for Finn. But he's not going to put him over. Hell no. <laughs> He'll work with him, but like, hell no, I'm not putting you over. I'm going to take the team of the title, beat you, and then disappear until WrestleMania. That's it. it. Let's stop Let's stop saying that Seth is going to win the Royal Rumble. I do not want Seth to win the Royal Rumble. As much as I like Seth, I think Seth what? is doing Why? I want The Miz to win the Royal Rumble. The Miz is too busy being on Shane's dick. No. I want the Miz to win the Royal Rumble. This is what I really want. This is and and, I, and you heard it right here first, okay? Fine. Royal Rumble. Shane McMahon turns on the Miz and becomes heel. Okay. The Miz gets sympathetic love from the crowd as he's been getting for the past year or so. Everybody's starting to love the Miz. The Miz. Wins the Royal Rumble and faces a heel Daniel Daniel Bryan in the main event at WrestleMania. What what is it that I'm saying that you do not love right now? Ooh, okay, yeah, I like that. I like that. Thank I got that very much. I'm here all night. <laughs> so that was raw. That was raw. Very, you know. Good luck to raw. Finn Balor. We all want to see you win, Finn. We all do, but we all know it's not gonna happen. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. So let's move on to SmackDown Live. Move on to SmackDown Live. So to open up SmackDown Live, um, it starts with Becky Lynch pulling it to the air arena with her SUV, and Steve Austin, <laughs> and ignoring uh, what is uh, Sasha Flintus something? God, what is her name? I forgot. I her have name. no idea. She's her name is not important at this point. <laughs> so. 
What's her face? I'm just gonna call her what's her face. I look Dasha Fuentes. Dasha something. Oh my god. Every announcer in WWE is no name to me. The only person I remember is Charlie because everybody says Charlie. And as a matter of fact, most of the wrestlers call the other girl Charlie and she's not even Charlie. Yeah, so now I think it's Dasha something. Dasha something. So Dasha mm-hmm. goes up to Lynch and you know, uh, you know, asking whether she was ready for Oscar. And, of course, Becky's like, why are you even asking me this question? You know, of course, and some, some, something. And so she just throws the mic back at Dasha and walks. And then we see Happy Machinery are with the New Day. And the New Day have their pancakes back. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Didn't you just say that you guys weren't doing pancakes no more? But the pancakes are here. Okay. So, <laughs> Happy Machinery is in with this blender. And they're just putting stuff inside of it. I didn't see what they first put inside of it. They put like some kind of shake, something like that, some kind of vanilla shake. They put pancakes in it. They put two eggs, regular eggs that not boiled eggs, regular eggs with the shell still on it. And I think some tuna. Yeah, sorry. Protein power, eggs, pancakes, fried chicken, and a chunk tuna from a pouch. And they blended all of that together. <laughs> and then Otis. Take something goes, oh yeah, and then asks Xavier, does he want something? He goes, oh no, that's crazy. <laughs> so then Becky comes up to the table. Otis is holding this smoothie. Xavier looks at Becky and then unzips his jacket to show that he has on a Becky Lynch the man shirt. I'm just like, Xavier is such a mark, <laughs> he's such a mark. But I love it though, I love it though, because he really is a huge fan in real life of Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah, he just took up his jacket, goes, oh, zip. Xavier is the new day is so good so it really bothers me that they're going to break them up they're not going to break them up that's money why would they break them up there's been many rumors that they're eventually going to break up they're not going to break up no way I hope not I hope hope I'm wrong I hope hope you're right I hope they stay together I I, I love them I think they could all be individual champions and still be a team that's what I think that was literally just a really bad rumor because once their t-shirt sales started to go up that rumor all died off because Number one, I, I think the new day deserves, you know, don't let's not do another Hollywood blondes like Stone Cold. And, you know, back in the day, Brian Pillman, you may not know about this. They were like the hottest team in the industry, Brian Pillman and, and stunning Steve Austin. And they just broke them up for no reason. They could have been like the greatest tag team of all time. Yes, I, I really don't think they're going to break up. Because number one, New Day sells stuff outside of the WWE. Like, they sell stuff in the FYE. They sell their pops. They, well, you know, Funko Pops. They sell their own popsicles. They have New Day candy. But they have New Day everything. Why is that money? That is merchandise. If you break that up, that's it. That merchandise is gone. It's no more. That merchandise money is nothing. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm very wrong. That, it's totally wrong. So then, um, Otis asks Becky, does he want some? Does she want some? She takes it, drinks it, and Xavier looks disgusted. Kofi looks disgusted, and Vicky's just rubbing his titties. And I'm just like, somebody come get him. <laughs> what are you doing, Vicky? What are you doing? And then she's like, she takes it, she goes, a little weak, and walks away. I'm just like, God, Becky, you knew that tasted nasty. I know you didn't think it was nasty. But you're badass, Becky, so you can't say nothing. So then Becky Lynch hits the ring and said, everyone on SmackDown and Raw has been trying to find an extra gear to be a badass like her. 
Then she said, you know, how Oscar lost to Charlotte at WrestleMania 34 and how her confidence completely shaken. This comes out uh, to Oscar comes out and she tells Lynch that she doesn't have to worry about being in Charlotte Flair's shadow anymore because she's going to be in hers. And I'm just like, you tell her, Oscar. But of course, during Oscar's promo, people start going, what? And I'm just like, really? We're going to do this again? What the hell? She's working on her English. English is her second language, you assholes. God, I can't stand none of you assholes. Shit. I, it's, it's really an a-hole thing to do, but at the same time, like, for God's sakes, look, I, I'm not, I am an Oscar sympathizer as it pertains to her promos. I, I, I don't think she should get a hard time because of her promos. But, again, I'm showing my age here. I'm about five, six, seven years old. How, old am I, how much older am I than you? Like about a couple years. Yeah, You're like 33. I'm only 26. Five. Okay, there you go. So, if the great Muta, okay, we all know that name. Yes, the great Muta didn't have, you know, Gary Hart, then nobody would ever understand what the great Muta had to say. The great Muta could not speak English properly. So he had a manager. Damn it. <laughs> I don't understand this. I like Asuka, and I do not think she should be made fun of for being speaking broken English as someone who's come to our country, who's giving us amazing wrestling performances and deserves the utmost respect for coming to this country and doing an amazing job. But if she doesn't speak English properly, which she's still trying to learn, give her a mouthpiece for God's sake. Am I am I bugging out right now? No, I don't. I, I don't know who they would actually, you know, make a manager because most of the girls backstage are, you know, either in storylines or have, you know, their own people. I mean, Naomi can be her not mouthpiece for God. I would love that. They were friends and everything like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy because maybe there's nobody that they can use. Yeah, there's nobody but they can you use. you can't have Asuka on the microphone, okay? Because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying what because I'm making fun of her. I'm saying what because I don't understand what she's saying. Like, I'm not saying, what? I'm saying, what? <laughs> like, that's exactly how I was when she said that, uh, before she said you were being, yeah, when she said you were being mindset, I was just like, huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. I'm just like, what? I was like, Oscar, huh? We're not making fun of you, Oscar. We freaking love you. I have been an advocate. You, you are my witness, smile. I have been an advocate of Asuka since WrestleMania when she lost. I'm like, give Asuka another chance. I am thrilled she is a SmackDown Women's Champion. But if you can't speak the language, get a freaking manager. For God's sake. Like, it's not brain surgery. What the hell? Yeah, because she's like, I know, I understand. She's like, you won't be a Charlotte Flair shadow no more. She's like, you'll be in my God. I'm like, what the and hell I, was and that? I, and, I, and everybody, and everybody's like, oh, stop saying what? I'm like, this is not a what. This is not a Stone Cold Steve Austin what. This, this is, is literally what? saying what. <laughs> 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 I'm like, huh? Like what? I'm like, what are you I'm saying, Oscar? I can't understand I'm you. So, I don't understand. I want to understand. I'm sure what you said was very entertaining. But I can't understand you. Please give her a manager. 
Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. You have a woman out there. God bless her heart. God bless her heart. One of the most talented women in the world right now, but cannot speak the language properly because she's trying to learn. God bless her. God bless her. But until she's able to speak the language, give her somebody who can speak for her, for God's sake. Find somebody. Bring someone up from NXT. Like, Lo Shirai, because you know her and Lo Shirai. I think her, Lo Shirai, and Kyrie says they're all like besties. So bring one of them up. I know Lo Shirai. I know Lo Shirai speaks very fluid English. She's very good at the language. Kyrie, eh, not so much. She's still learning. And, I, and I'll say this and then we can move on. I know you agree with me, and I know most of the fans will agree with me. Listen, this is not a problem that's hard to fix. No, it's not. This this can be done. Like, stop letting Oscar speak when we don't understand. Like, you are not ready for Oscar. Okay, we understand that part. Okay, that can be her line. Okay, but everything else, let somebody <laughs> else talk. Jesus. So then, yeah, I... Brock Lesnar only has two lines every promo. Right. And Brock Lesnar can speak English. <laughs> okay. I'm fired up because you know what? I'm pissed off about one thing and one thing only, Smile. I've seen comments, oh, Asuka can't cut a promo. Shut up! Of course she can't cut a promo. This is not New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's why she can't cut a promo. Stop making, like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, Smile. I've heard people say online, you know, Asuka's good, but she can't cut a promo. Okay, dummy. She's trying to learn the language. What the hell is wrong with you? Kind of like Shinsuke. Shinsuke's not like I, if you guys watch, um, what? Not no, I'm Dar. What am I saying? No, I'm Dar. Um, uh, uh, oh god, what the? Uh, what was the little guy with the umbrella? Um, shoot, I have no idea who you're talking about. From Two Hundred Five Live, they have okay. One of the guys in Two Hundred Five Live now puts up like daily, not daily vlog, but weekly vlogs of what they go through every week. But this week it was Noam Dar. I forgot it was it's gentleman Chuck Gallagher. So okay. the f- episode starts off with Shinsuke trying to understand. Noam Dar is trying to tell him something. Shinsuke going trying to like you know pronounce it and he can't say. He's like, "Any help? Somebody help? Uh, see? Go, go get yeah." <laughs> <laughs> like he's trying to understand what Noam Dar is trying to tell, him, but he's just like, "Huh?" Like he doesn't speak the language. It was Noam Dar. Speaks a whole nother language because he's from. Um, uh, no, I feel yeah. Do you have any idea how frustrating it is to watch what should be the most entertaining part of a weekly television show and not have a clue what the person's saying? Yes. It's like Becky Lynch is tearing it up, right? And I'm sure, I am sure that Asuka had something very entertaining to say. I would put money on it, I would bank everything on the fact that Asuka, if I could understand her, would have said something that would have made me jump out of my seat. But you know the problem? I don't understand. So WWE, stop acting ignorant and give her a mouthpiece. And while you're at it, give Ronda Rousey a mouthpiece too. Because she can't cut promos for shit without stumbling over her damn lines. She had one good promo. It was it was a freaking awesome promo, but she's only had one good promo. When she talked about, you know, knocking down John Cena's door. That was pretty freaking awesome. But I anyway. love that. That's amazing. 
But so, I digress. I'm fired up, man, because they're trying to do my Oscar, my my, uh, my Oscar. Well, my homegirl Oscar dirty, man. Like, give like if she, her promos are the only thing that's holding her back, and it's not her fault. No, it's not. Whew. So then, while we had that going on, as soon as Oscar said that you know you'll be in my shadow, ah. <laughs> I love Oscar. I'm sorry. I love Oscar. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. Do no, it again. I can't because I can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Okay. I'm sorry. That was great, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was so good. <laughs> 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 the only thing I can do is I just got to calm down. Okay. 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 Told Becky that she'll be in her shadow. Ah. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, someone's music hits, and out come the two annoying Australians, two oh, Peyton Royce and oh, Billy Kay. Huh? Speaking of people who can't do promos, ha <laughs> ha. I don't get it. I don't I, look. Look, I understand it a tag team. There was a lot of people who say Peyton Royce and Billy Kay should win the tag titles. I'm like, well, why? What have they done? Stay come up here except attack Charlotte. What have they done? I'll, I'll take it a step further. I don't. I don't see the infatuation with the Iconics. They're both me neither. Two, two attractive young ladies, but they're not good on the mic and they're not great in the ring. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. So, look, Ty, I'm sorry. I'm talking about your girlfriend, Peyton. Don't kill me. I don't kill me. You know I I respect you and I love you, but no. They're not. The Iconics are not it. I, I don't see it. They're not it. They're just not. They're just not. Like, I understand them winning in their hometown. I understand that. But they don't deserve the damn tag champs. Like, no. That should belong they, to Sasha they, they Bailey. They should be in the match, but they shouldn't win. Yeah, they shouldn't win. They just should. No. They, no. So then uh, the Iconics come out and they try to ins- insult Becky Lynch. And they promise to win the Royal Rumble and become the first women tag team champions. And that would be ultimately Iconic shirt thing. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't get that. I'm like, what? What? Why do you got your shirt tag your Superman? What? What? what that? No, I don't get it. I'm like, that's just dumb. What are you doing? Who yeah, would make that? They're, they're, you know what? I might even venture out. I might even venture as far to say they're kind of corny. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. And what's their excuse for not being able to cut a promo? They're, they're they speak English. What's their what's Very their what's their, what's their hang up? I, I I don't know. I think it's called something called a lack of charisma. Hmm. They're pretty, they're attractive, but they suck on the mic and they suck in the well, I don't I won't say they suck in the ring, but they're average in the ring. I don't know. It, it's, no, I'm just no. I'm not yeah. a fan of them. Not a fan of them, probably would never will be. So then am I. So then Becky decides to make a challenge while she's just dressed in, you know, a jeans and a t shirt. I'm just like, okay, Becky. I'm still listening. Okay, okay. Now, I'm not going to lie. I barely watched this match because I was up doing my Spanish homework. 
because of course you got to have a foreign language to graduate college. So I, I I was not paying attention much to this match. Didn't care about this match. Didn't want to care about this match. So the coolest part of the match was the first five seconds uh, when Becky went to go shake her hand and punched her in the throat. Yeah, I saw that Jeff on Twitter. That was pretty. That was pretty freaking awesome. Just like okay, punch in the throat. Nope. Bye. Yeah, it was a, it was a wrap pretty much from there. I did see, you know, uh, what I did see, you know, after the match, Asuka got pissed off. Oh, and no. Cut Dor- promo, and cut a promo in Japanese. Which I was just like, huh? Why? <laughs> I'm just like, why are you screaming? Asuka, you don't have to scream. They're right there. What are you doing? Like, and you're screaming, like, the louder you get, the better I'll understand Japanese. It's still Japanese. I don't understand you. Sorry, Asuka. I don't get it. We what? love you so much, Asuka, but for God's sake, for God's sake, stop doing promos in Japanese. And stop screaming. We're right here. You don't have to scream. Yes. You don't have to scream. So after um, she, uh, Becky wanted with disarmor, Asuka started screaming in the microphone in Japanese that nobody had no clue what the hell she was saying <laughs> except for her and we, English. And we all said what not to be funny, but because like, we really didn't understand. Really didn't understand. Enraged Asuka screamed on the mic in Japanese, grabbed uh, Billy Kay as she was uh, walking in the back, dragged her back in the ring, and submitted her easily within like a minute or two. Yeah, it was literally like 45 seconds, yep. And then we go backstage and there's Lacey Evans just standing there watching. I'm just like, what the fuck? Why is she here? a drink and it looked like an adult beverage. I'm just like, we have alcohol and catering? Since when? Cursing, showing female skin, and now alcohol. Look at Vince. Vince is trying to bring back the attitude. I think he realizes that AEW is coming. I don't think it was. I really don't think it was alcohol. I think it was probably sweet tea because she, her whole character is, you know, I'm much classier than you and blah blah blah. Hey, I'm a hey, real hey, woman. classy or not. I know uh, alcoholic beverage when I see one. I do too, but like. I thought it was sweet tea, because that's her thing. She always says she drinks just sweet tea and blah, blah, blah. So I thought it was sweet tea. I'm like, that's true. I'm like, because when she got on uh, Twitter and made a video, she said she was eating steak. I was like, they have steak and catering? What? She got that from her personal stash. I was just like, they have steak and catering. (laughs) I like steak. They can afford steak. Unbelievable. Right. But can't afford pyro. Right. We can't afford pyro, but we can definitely afford steak and catering. Or can't, or can't afford an extra hour and a half in the editing room to do custom Titan Johns. Right. But we can afford steak Sons, for everybody in catering. Those are bitches. Those WWE cheapskates. <laughs> Impact Wrestling has custom Titan Johns. What the hell? But their catering is disgusting from what I'm hearing. But we want to we have steak. But we can't afford. To put a picture on a Titantron, other than just the freaking logo of the wrestler. Like, you got Braun Strowman's name just flickering instead of actually having highlights of Braun Strowman's career. Right. So then, so then we have a name change, which I'm just like, what? Apparently, Vince is just like, you know what? You know what? Instead of just keeping. His name, we're just gonna I don't I don't understand Vince. Like uh, I know exactly where you're going. Go uh, okay. You started off with Elias. 
Okay, he had a full name before he was just Elias. Elias, I can't... Elias Sampson, I believe. His name. Yeah, it was Elias Sampson. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, skirt, he's Elias. Then, then because of the whole Florida shooting, he, you know, Apollo Cruz. Then the shooting happened. Now your name is Apollo. And I'm just like. Well, that, that's the only one that makes sense, right? I get it. I get it. And then, okay, I can't think who else. Oh, God. Yeah, I just had a brain fart. I can't remember who else I was going to say. <laughs> Damn it! You talked about Apollo. You talked about you know Samson, uh, Elias Samson, and now you're talking about Andrade. Cien Almas. That is his name, Vince. That is his name. Okay. Not anymore, not anymore, because I heard that announcer say Andrade, and I thought that he forgot the last name. I thought there was some kind of problem with the microphone. I thought that something had gone terribly wrong inside the brain of the ring announcer, but little did we know that Cien Almas no longer exists. I'm just like, that makes no friggin' sense. Because right now his name is Andrade. We're just going to say it longer so people don't realize that the Cien Almas is no longer there. It's so stupid. Fuck. But this... But this match... This match... Oh my god. I can watch it go on and on forever. This this match was like an hour. This match was like an hour, wasn't it? And it wasn't that long, about about 35, 40 minutes, yep. It was so good, I did not want it to stop. I'm like, can this just go on and on for like ever? <laughs> like, I don't and care. That was, that was that was something special. Those two guys have a lot of chemistry. Yeah, they do. It's the fact that, you know, Ray actually did train Andrade. So he literally came back so he can wrestle his son and his prodigy. And I loved him. Just like, yeah, they, you know, Ray is just proving that he's a Hall of Famer just by the second run he's having in WWE. And, you know, almost is, you know, Sienna almost is just like really a talented guy. I don't think her his persona is enough to lead him to a world title. Maybe, maybe that can change. I just think there's something missing. I can't put my finger on it, but he's definitely United States championship worthy, tag title worthy, um, you know. He, I think Zelina is is money. I, I like him. I like him a lot. I love it. People started chanting to Ray, you still got it. I'm like, of course Ray still got it. He ain't never lost it. What are you talking about? They're, they're on top of their game. I don't like the fact that a classic match like that has to end because of interference, but... It was beautiful, though. It was a beautiful, beautiful match, and it, it just, yeah, I tried they won, and it was amazing. So yeah, and you know what? I I, I got to take that back. I think the reason why. So I take that back. I was wrong. The reason why the match ended with Zelina interfering that way, yeah. you know, Andrade gets the win and Ray doesn't have to lose clean. Right. So, so that I we can it. have a round two. I get it. I get it. Yep. So I'm just like, oh sweet, round two. Let's do it. I'm I don't care. Ray and and Andrade number one and two in the Royal Rumble. Yes. I'll Sign take me it up for that. Sign me the hell up. Sign me up. Is it just me? Or is this year's Royal Rumble like pretty intriguing? It's very intriguing. I can't remember anything last year that was, you know, that I could remember actually. Yeah, and I, and I think I think my Miz prediction is pretty solid. I think a lot of people's Seth Rollins prediction is pretty solid. 
Um, actually, your prediction as well. I think you predicted Seth to win. Am I wrong? Yeah, I said Seth. Okay, so I think both of those predictions, and there's others. You know, I, I think, I mean, if maybe this is a year NXT guy shocks the world. I would love to see that happen, but, you know, Vince is probably not going to allow that. But my point is, there's a lot of people who can win this thing. And, I, and, and I'm and i not 100% sold anymore that Becky Lynch is. I'm, Becky's still my pick to win the Women's Royal Rumble, but it could I don't know else. anymore. I don't even it's know. Not as, Cut and dry as I thought it was a couple no, of weeks ago. I don't know who could win this. It could be anybody. I mean, Becky's still the favorite, but, you know, somebody could come out of nowhere. You never know. Right. So, it could happen, guys. It could happen. We don't know. We, we don't know. We don't know. But this match, best match in the whole entire freaking card. So then I had my, I look, I had my um, TV on mute for this because I had to do an assignment, which I had to, like, record myself with what well, a webcam for class so i didn't really get to hear much of what happened here so did you remember what the hell happened here because all i saw was hot dogs remember, and aj styles what I'm remembering. so aj styles was outside with the crowd with oh, the people and there's a bunch of hot dogs and pop and i'm just like what the fuck okay all I saw was AJ talking, and then all of a sudden he just threw a whole bunch of free merchandise everywhere. I'm just like, uh, free T-shirts? Okay. Free. Yeah, AJ was basically talking about how he's a man of the people and Brian is not, and basically how, um, you know, they paid their hard-earned money to come out here, so they deserve a little something extra. And I'm gonna give you a little something extra at the Royal Rumble when I kick your ass, ass. He said ass, ladies and gentlemen. I'll kick your ass at the Royal Rumble. And um, I know I sound like a huge mark by saying the word ass like it's a big deal, but it really is in 2019. Um, and then, you know, Daniel Bryan, disguised as one of the fans, jumped AJ and they fought until security broke him up. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. nothing it much. It wasn't must-see TV, but it was pretty good. I was going to say, okay, I'm like, nothing much. Okay. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Just a little, one more log on the fire getting ready for the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. So then we were supposed to get Samoa Joe versus Mustafa Ali, and I was just like, "Hell yeah, hell yeah!" Beat the snot out of that kid. I like Ali, but he beat the snot. Go ahead. Oh my god. So you know, know you don't like this. I know you don't like this. No. So Samoa Joe's coming out, and all of a sudden we see EC3 in the mirror practicing his posing, and Joe's just like, "How the hell did all these TNA guys get up in here?" But okay. Walks away, just gives him the stank look like, didn't I leave you in TNA? Fine, whatever. Walks away, and then, you know, he comes out to, you know, Joe, 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 Joe. And I'm just like, I'm like, Sammy, I'm bouncing up and down. Like, I love this song. I love this song. (laughs) And then Mustafa comes out, you know, does his whole thing. And I'm just like, yay! And then Samoa Joe attacks him and just attacks him, attacks him. And every time Mustafa does a bump, I'm just in here going, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. So lays him out on the floor. And I'm just like, "Ah!" I'm like, somebody make sure he's okay. Like, I was like scared. So I'm like, somebody make sure he's fine. I was so mad. I was so mad. So mad. So then during all this, Jimmy, you know, Jimmy and Jay are backstage doing a whole of the you know taking pictures and he gets this box and he thinks it's from Naomi because it's almost their wedding anniversary and he opens the box 
and you know says uh it's a note saying that you know it's been she's been a bad girl and that she wants to get put in the uso penitentiary something something confine me later some ish like that and it takes out a uh a hotel key and jay is reading it just like it's from mandy and i'm just like mandy the hell okay so then we go back you know the, i don't know what match it was so then sonia's like what are you doing you know calling you know calling her scandalous for sending jimmy her room key and mandy admits that she's right but she said her goal was to ruin naomi's life by breaking up their marriage and i'm just like what the fuck and i'm just mad as hell i'm just like i'm ready to ring this little blind bitch to the ringer so then um jimmy's going to you know the room and i'm just like really jimmy we're just gonna bring a whole camera crew to your dirty deed hmm dirty deed (laughs) (laughs) so then mandy rose is sitting there in a black robe but she gets up and she's wearing out it's a black lingerie i'm just like did the attitude ever come back what the hell is going on but then uso jimmy stops her and then all of a sudden the paparazzi ran to the room took took a picture of them and then left and then Rose, Mandy Rose said that it was never, she's like, I never wanted you. It was about Naomi. I despise Naomi. And nobody could compare to me. She's like, I look better than Naomi. And I'm just like, because bitch, everything on your damn body is fake. Fake lips, fake hair. You got your boobs done. All that makeup. You got a nose job. Bitch, why? Like, girl, look at Naomi, look at you. Natural, built in the hospital. Girl, bye. I mean, like I said earlier, she's hot. She's just not my cup of tea. Ugh. Don't like her. Not my cup of tea. But you know something, I'm sure there's a lot of men that do like her. So then she said, when she gets a look at these photos of you in my hotel room, they will destroy her entire life. And then Jimmy goes, my wife? And then leaves the room. And then here comes Naomi looking like Kill Bill and just got her ass. I'm like, whoop her ass. I'm like, whoop that trick. Yeah, but whoop no, no, that she, trick. No, she didn't, though. No, she didn't. She didn't whoop anybody. Mandy got the best. I'm not going to. I like Naomi a lot more than I like Mandy, but that's not true. Mandy won the fight. That's because she and, threw and her then, into a damn chair and took off. Yeah, but Mandy walked away and Naomi didn't. Shut up. You can't change what everyone saw. Like, I like Naomi too, okay? But let's call a spade a spade. Mandy won the fight. (laughs) I know you hate to admit it, but uh, it's on film. Which I just, I'm just like, so we're just going to get Jimmy's infidelity on film? Okay. Let's do that. Who won the fight? It's mine. Who won the fight? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I plead the fifth. I don't know who won that Fair fight. Enough. I hope Naomi wins the real fight. Hopefully, this leads to a match. Yeah, we were supposed to have, you know, another women. We were supposed to have a women's match. You know, we were supposed to have a women's match. We were actually supposed to get Carmella versus Sonya Deville because Sonya been talking smack about. Carmella on Twitter and Carmella was like oh I'll beat you on Tuesday and they actually said oh you know oh uh, her and you know Sonya and yeah 
Carmella are going to have a match. They even, you know, put it out there on their Twitter and it never happened. And I was mad as hell. I'm just like, really? Really? I was mad. I was really mad. Do we so, have time for a little bit of real news outside of wrestling? Yeah, sure. Jersey Shore, Jersey Shore star Mike, the situation Sorrento was sentenced to eight months for tax evasion. Failed to pay, uh, actually falsifying tax returns for, for nearly $9 million. So uh, I'm a, I was a fan of, of the Jersey Shore. Free stitch, man. Huh? I said free stitch, man. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm glad you like that show, too. So, yeah, for all those Jersey Shore fans out there, I actually, you know, I'm a fan of Ratchet TV, and this is the ratchetest of all Ratchet TV. But, <laughs> uh, Mike, the situation, unfortunately, is going to be locked up for about eight months. Yeah, man, I'm sad. Sucks, yeah. Okay, anyway, that was just a little bit of real news for you. So then we get the main event, which is the Bestie Birthday Bash, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm getting Festival of Friendship replaced all in my head. No, a little better than that, a little better than that. So the Miz introduced Shane McMahon, who turned forty nine yesterday. No, the, he did not. Jeez. He turned forty nine. He's so old, but I love him. <laughs> hey, he's almost as old as the Undertaker. God, he really is. Good so, Lord, he's just forty nine. Are we sure about that? He's forty nine. He turned forty nine. I hear you. Go ahead. So he came to the ring filled with a kid's birthday sign and two specialty birthday cakes. So I'm just like, that's like grocery store cakes just smashed on top of each other. But okay, specialty cakes. Fine. So the first gift was a pair of Jordan 33s, which I have to say, those were clean. Those are $189 shoes. Pretty sweet. Not as good as the greatest sneaker of all time, the Jordan 11s, patent leather, 1996, but pretty sweet. God, shoe head over here. Basically. <laughs> so then the second was a montage of Shane McMahon's greatest matches. And I'm just like, he jumps a lot. He does a lot of high flying crap. Jumps a lot. <laughs> That's needless to say. He certainly does jump a lot, daggone it. And uh, Shane actually, you know, got a little emotional and he thanked the Miz, shook his hand and said he's proud to be his partner. And then, uh, uh, yeah, that he, you know, he's proud to be his partner for on Sundays. So I'm just like, Sunday? Shane, you gotta show up to the Rumble a week early. Really? What are you, our truth Oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> so then, you know, uh, the man starts, you know, singing happy birthday to him. And all of a sudden, someone's music hits. And it's the one, the only, the bar, 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 oh, bar. Oh, dear God. I'm so over them. So then Seamus insulting Shane McMahon. Um, and he criticized him for attacking Miz from behind last week. And suggested they go one-on-one. Miz was not into it because he's dressed in a suit. But Shane was like, that's what I want for my birthday. And he's like, you know what? Fine. It's your birthday. Let's do it. And I like that transition. I like how the Miz was trying to be a little bit of a heel. I'm not ready to fight. But then when Shane was like, hey, let's do it. And then Miz kind of went into his newfound little bit partial heel self. I mean, partial face self and said, okay, I'll take the fight. Right. So I'm just like, okay, that's, that's great. Yeah, because he was heel at first. He was he, he was doing his normal heel thing, but I'm in my street clothes. But then Shane was like, hey, you're a face now. Let's man up. <laughs> you're a face now. Yeah. <laughs> so then we got the Miz 
versus Sheamus in a nine-minute match. Mm-hmm. Which I'm just like, huh? Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just like, huh? Well, it was like an Oscar promo. What? <laughs> <laughs> like you literally have nine minutes for this match, but we couldn't fit in Carmella versus What's-Her-Face. Okay. I can't. I always forget her name. I'm just like we just. About that, I'm just like we couldn't fit this into a, you know we couldn't fit that match. We had to have this nine minute match. Okay, fine. Stupid. Whatever. <laughs> and of course, all the cakes got ruined, which I was very very sad. I'm just like poor. Uh, not Seamus. Um, Cesaro. Cesaro has been hit with many. Foods, this for like the past year, mm-hmm. it's been hit. Don't just like that's sad. Like he got hit with mashed potatoes, pumpkins, cake. Like he just he can't he 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 can't. No, I feel bad. Poor guy. Poor guy. Poor guy. <laughs> I'm just like that's Sorry. just his thing. He just little, has little little old school wrestling footage playing in the background. Sorry about that. I can barely hear it. <laughs> You're good. I can barely hear it. Gotcha. So that was SmackDown Live. So yep, that was what. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> so that was the week. That was SmackDown and Raw this week. This week in pro WWE wrestling. In addition to the big cloud, the good cloud looming over our heads. Like usually when you say cloud looming over your head, you it's like impending doom, like rain, thunderstorm. I look at the cloud above our head as a nice, beautiful snow, like like Christmas style snow that's above our head that's about to come. The AEW snow cloud that we're all looking forward to. And then you have Ring of Honor, who's going to probably struggle now because they've lost some big stars. you still got New Japan going on. And, of course, the number one brand in World Wrestling Entertainment, NXT. And I'm looking forward to NXT Phoenix. I'm looking forward to Bel Air becoming the new women's champion of NXT. I'm looking forward to the continued reign of dominance of the Undisputed Era. I love it. Wrestling is awesome. Wrestling is life. Wrestling is everything. This is our life. This is what we do. Hell <laughs> this yeah. is what we do. This is what we do, and we love it. I don't curse that often, but I'm going to say, fuck yeah, wrestling is awesome. So next week, we will definitely be back with our predictions since next week is the go-home show. Which Uh-oh, I'm ready. The go-home show is next week, guys. Next week is the go-home show. Can you believe it? We've gotten this far. It's the go-home show. Holy I mean, it's, it's, it's a cool thing because, like, you know, this really is WrestleMania season. And WWE has started, I think, I really believe WWE started WrestleMania season a little early because it usually kicks off at, at Royal Rumble. But, um, you know, with the, the night after, with the storyline of the winner of the Royal Rumble and the current champion. But I think WWE really has stepped its game up the last couple of weeks mm, yeah, because of the AEW announcement. Mm-hmm. I don't think they don't have a choice. It's just like, yeah, we don't have a choice. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good. It's good. I mean, 
the game changed. We talked about this last week. The game changed forever when they they bought WCW in 01, uh, 18 years ago. And I think it's the worst thing to ever happen to the business. A lot of people are like, oh, so cool because you got to see Booker T and you got to see DDP and all these guys come to WWE. Yeah, you know what? No competition leads to complacency. And WWE has been complacent for a long time. And, you know, it's, it's time. It's time. And you know something? If... AEW kicks the WWE's ass, then so be it. So be it. I'm ready though. I'm so ready. Ugh, this is gonna be good. So with Fired that, up. Fired up. we are gonna go. It's seven. It's almost time to watch the next tea. Yeah, so right. turn up, Sean. Where can they find you at? At Hub with two B's underscore wrestling. My company is called Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. I am located at HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. I have a bi-weekly show that appears on the website as well as iTunes, Stitcher, The Daily Smart, and Google Play. And I am very proud to say I can be found right here, bitches. I am the co-host of the TNT Podcast with the founder and president of this organization, CM Smiley. But that's where you can find me. I'm in the building. <laughs> and of course you can find me at smiley baby boo that's s-m-i-l-e-y b-a-b-i boo on twitter you can find the podcast it has a twitter tnt pod wrestling at tnt podcast 2018 you can find us on spotify we're working on a soundcloud look i've been broke guys so i had to let the soundcloud go but it'll be back next month i promise it'll be back up I'm working on the youtube you can find us on um iTunes podcast and Podbean, guys. We actually have people in Germany that listen to us. Like I, I saw we have at least two people. Like it was some downloads in Germany, which I was just Let's like, go, man. Germany, oh. hell yeah, I love Germany. Food is delicious. Shout, Shout out to Germany, yo. Shout out to Germany. Gotta love Germany and all, all European countries. Shout out to Europe right now. Let's go. Yes, Europe. Yes, Europe, the UK, all of them. Love you guys. You guys are amazing. So with that, we're going to go. I'm so tired. It's been a long day. It's been a very long day. So time to go watch NXT. We'll be back next week with our predictions episode. Ready for the Royal Rumble. The rope to WrestleMania. It's on. Full swing. Let's do it. Let's go. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the TNT Wrestling Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at TNT Podcast 2018 and follow Smiley at Smiley Baby Boo. See you next time.